Okay. This is uh, this is exciting. I also think I'm recording this. So, <laughs> oh, it does say recording up in the corner. So I can go with it. Should I, uh, do you want to do, I'm taking a uh, screenshot for the, uh, oh, sure, we can. you know, the promotional. Uh, uh, yeah, stand by. Are you, out side, are you side by side like I am? No. I'm small okay. and you're, uh, hang on. I'm gonna oh, sure. That's nice. Yeah, fine. Yeah, great. I'm going to do this. I think if you go up to the corner, there's like a little, you can full screen yeah. or. Oh, speaker view. Here. That's it. Yeah. I think where it says speaker view at the upper right, maybe. I see gallery view. I see now I see speaker view. Okay. Here's yeah. The two of us. There you go. You got it. Hang on here. I'm going to do the thing. All right. Okay. All right. There we are. Yeah. All right. Well, let's, let's assume we're recording. I suppose like we could stop it and I could check that it recorded. Yeah. Let's do, oh, do you want to do that? Maybe. I mean, it seems like that would be responsible. It does say recording, but you never know. You know, they say. Where the recordings go. Let me hang on for one second. Uh, recording. Store my recordings at. It's probably fine. So let's go with, with let's go with it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Why stop now? <laughs> <laughs> We've never, we've never done this before. <laughs> check it. Oh, let's check if it's recording. Yeah, right. All right, we on? We ready? I think it's happening. You ready to go? I'm ready. Hello, and welcome to Nick and Doug's Sound Explosion, a pure podcast for now people. Today is April 18, 2020, and this is episode number? Ooh. Yeah. Um, how about if I say 14? You can say 14, but you'd be wrong. 17, baby. Is that really that? We've man? got, this is number 17. Granted, number 16 was only six months ago. Yeah, whatever. We've, you we've, know. we've, we've gone longer. Yeah, that's, that's actually true. I think between 15 and 16 right. is possibly a little bit hey, longer. We, before I forget, we got yes. to dedicate this episode to our buddy Kevin. That's right. He was the one we had been talking about doing this for uh, well six months, uh, and and our listener Kevin emailed yes. us and like said, "Hey, I could go. I could go a podcast," and that was apparently enough of of a push. Yeah. No. It was honestly. It was he inspired me. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I yeah. do need to get cracking. That's yeah. That's, absolutely. That's the kick in the pants I needed. Um, also, when we <laughs> when we say our listener Kevin, we mean our listener. Oh yeah, that wasn't who, just who's like, named named Kevin, not a listener who named Kevin. Like Kevin is our only listener, so it's right, our precisely. listener. It's our listener Kevin. Who is Kevin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, exactly. Thanks, uh, this is the. Oh, I'm sorry. Didn't mean no, to. Cut I just want there. to say thank you, Kevin. Thank absolutely for getting thank us, you, Kevin. Getting us going. This is because I, you know, and I, I carved out. A lot of time in my day, very, very busy. But I was had able, to, I'm able to move to a bunch of other in. stuff. It, precisely, uh, yeah. I had my person uh, uh, okay. make some uh, squeeze us in. This is the podcast where Nick and I, yes, that means I'm Doug, talk about the issues. And when I say the issues, I of course mean the topics. Yeah, the topics. As always, we like to start things off with the Columbia University in the city of New York sports update. Mm. We 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 have intro music for this, right? It's been a little while. I can't remember. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I just layered it in there. Awesome. Uh, 
Nothing. There is nothing to report with on the Columbia University. Although there was probably something in the like six to two months ago range, right? There probably yeah, but, been, but we don't have any of that. No, and I'm trying Lost to say, to the oh, sands of time. You know, it probably was. I could like the final, I believe, uh, football uh, uh, standings, and they did not win the Ivy League. Okay. I know that, and they were not doing well in basketball when mm. the uh, uh, season started. And I'm pretty sure I could just record those two phrases and be correct for the next like century or so. Yeah, we can just loop those things. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we also like to follow that up with the Jewish joke of the show, punchline only. Oh, yeah. You ready? I am. Rabinowitz answers, it's like talking to a fucking wall. See, what I love about that one is you can pretty much guess the whole I was going to say, that's actually, some of them I have no idea what the setup is, but I still love the punchline. Totally. And that one, that one I actually kind of feel like I have an idea what the, what the setup is. Of the yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And that's, that's yeah, that's, that's mm -hmm. one, right. Those are sort of the two styles. Yeah. Out of nowhere, or like, oh, I, I, we obviously know what sure. the preamble was. Sure. Uh, so what do you want to talk about? I've got two topics. All right. I had one, and then I okay. added another one while I was in the shower. All right. I'm just going to mention mine because otherwise I'll forget them. Okay, please. My topics are The Last Dance and The Ten Commandments. Oh man, um, how long does this record? Will this Zoom record as long as the Ten Commandments or no, the Last there's Dance? No, there's not enough. Uh, there's not enough hard drive space in the world. Well, well, let's uh, let's let's talk about it in order. The Last Dance, oh, the which last is also dance, right? ten parts. If I'm is not it really, mistaken. it is. I think it's to the best of my knowledge. Uh, for our listeners, uh, it's so it's it's a uh, documentary on the Bulls the 90s run but really focusing on the last championship yeah. season which was 97 98 uh 96, 90, i get i can't remember i don't know it could be i don't know which one late 90s second half of the 90s yeah i feel confident um so yeah so it starts this sunday mm -hmm. which will be uh the yeah, uh, 19th that's correct that's tomorrow uh, buddy of of April and I believe it's two up two one hour episodes a night for five weeks. Oh, is that what it is? Yes. Wait, two two say that one hour episodes every Sunday for every Sunday. Sorry, every Sunday night. Okay. I'm sorry. Yes. Okay. Which I which I like because it's sort of you know now. And it's yeah, one right. of the things I've talked about on, on the podcast is how overwhelming it gets for me when they release like all yeah. 19 episodes at once. Right. Like, well, right. now I'm already a season behind yeah. and I'm an old man and I like watching, you know, episodic television like, oh, it's Sunday night. I watch this. Yeah. I miss, I, I, I sort of, I, I like the idea that that's something and something to look forward to. Mm hmm for next Sunday, and then I never feel like, oh, I should get around to watching that, and then it's six months later. Right, right. Yeah. yeah no, I'm excited about this. Um, I'm still kind of tired out from the amount of time we spent watching the Bulls it's, in the 90s. But, <laughs> the 90s are pretty much, what did you do in the 90s? I watched basketball. That's pretty much it. Like, I yeah. played crappy gigs and watched basketball. But yeah. I think that um, 
<laughs> which means I went to crappy gigs yes, and watched basketball. You yeah, you a know. Bunch of them. Sure. Uh, and some of them were crappy. Some, 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 mostly I enjoyed myself. I'm going to say at, I can't really think of one that I was like, oh, this is just miserable. So we were probably a couple. Some were good. A couple were miserable. A couple were poor performances. Some of them were good performances. I'm thinking more of just like the, hours and the smoke and the right and 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 to be fair and and, and you know i'm not this isn't this is going to sound like faint praise but it's not the the sort of the the times when i didn't enjoy it was not because of the performance right go figure it was because of the audience yeah, the people, or the right. time or some, yeah. there were times like that you crazy went out, hours and terrible sound systems and totally just a lot of stuff Totally. But, um, but, but the rest of the time was watching. Yeah. The bulls, the bulls. And I feel like, I, so I'm kind of like, in some ways I'm like, oof. but, uh, I also feel like I, I can put another of all the, like, I know sunk costs are sunk, but I also feel like I could put another 10 hours into this and it'll be kind of like a fun, I'm excited about it. I'm excited. I'm really excited about it. I mean, the little I've tried also, not to watch too many previews or yeah. listen to any sound bites about it because right. I, I just want to watch the the thing. Yeah, but it does sound like I mean the the people that they've interviewed and how forthcoming everyone is yeah. allegedly. I'm excited. It's also about that. interesting about it. Like I think that idea of making it so long like 20 plus years after the thing might let people ease up on whatever it's an interesting perspective right like if they had interviewed them a year or two later maybe their grudges or their pride or whatever would have changed sure their answers and now you're older you know people are in a different phase of life right these guys are in their 50s or whatever now and then exactly and, me and and it's obviously memories aren't going to be quite as crisp sure but you have also 20 years of, of like you said of reflection observation looking right. at it through a different light right. that you are that the participant yes right that was i mean dickie simpkins i'm sure views yeah. this completely differently uh, uh than he did then mm -hmm. oh dickie yeah <laughs> by the way dickie simpkins three more rings than patrick ewing that's so funny yeah it's great yeah, no, look very much uh, uh, looking forward to it. And I remember going to, I believe we attended together all six rallies. Yeah. And I, I believe the, the tagline. Did we go? I don't think I, we definitely went to the first three. Okay. And I believe the tagline was, this is awful. I'll see you here next year. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Yes. Every time. That's right. That <laughs> yep. was brutal. Yeah. And I remember because it, it was a, it was also sort of a different thing. Cause I remember I was working downtown at the time. So just walk over at lunch into right. grand park. You'd watch it for like an hour. You couldn't see really or hear anything. And then you just went back to work as opposed mm -hmm. to, you know, like the, uh, especially, I mean, the most obvious one is the 2016 Cubs celebration yeah. where it was this mass of people, this coordinated televised, right. all this stuff. Right you know, this huge event or shattering event. And then the, the Bulls one was like, oh, I guess I'll walk over at lunchtime. I'll grab a sandwich, go try to hear as I think that's Phil Jackson and then just right. go back to work. It's great. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Speaking of 10, mm -hmm. the 10 commandments. Yeah. I was just going to comment that we, we sort of watched together ish, right? You, me and True. my brother who's, he, you and he are like at another level of fandom from me, although I really like it. But like uh, this year, I actually 
yeah, I sort of got down there and, and watched it. And uh, I, I, it's it's 1959, right? Something 56, like that? born oh, wow. it's the okay. same year as my brother, which is why I, I remember that. Uh, I mean, off the top of my head. It, I remember as a kid, even in the 70s, when they showed on TV, it was a big deal and it was a real production, right? It was like that, right? The sort of Oz and stuff. And I guess, sort of like along the lines of the Wizard of Oz, when you think about like, what those movies must have been like at the time must have been mind-boggling, right? Oh, in like Cinerama, that kind of, I mean, it's so lush and the colors, I mean, in some ways it's, it's stunningly beautiful. Yeah. Um, and as ridiculously over the top yes. in every aspect, in the storytelling, in the acting, in the, the opening direction. in the opening credits thing, where like <laughs> you are about to witness the most monumental film achievement of all time. You know, like it, right. it's unbelievable. Basically, a story directed by God and yeah. Cecil B. DeMille. Right. <laughs> it just you know, not necessarily in that order. Precisely right, and and sort of uh, just reflecting like sort of Hollywood at yeah. that time too. These big studio productions um that it just uh uh absolutely fascinating the actors who were involved the great oiled up john derrick mm-hmm. um uh, uh deborah paget who was yeah. a, an early elvis girlfriend i believe plays lilia mm-hmm. uh the 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 screenplay the the lines are as quotable as any movie ever made and so absurd. Yul Brenner is awesome in that. Brenner is awesome in that. Edward G. Robinson, Vincent Price, mm-hmm. Yvonne DiCarlo, mm-hmm. the great Ann Baxter. Just, I would like to see just a reel of all the outtakes of just Ann Baxter's reaction shots when the camera just cuts to her and her reactions to, you know, what right. Ramses or Moses just said. I might need to make some super cut of all the, oh, Moses. Moses. Just like back to back. (laughs) Yes, I keep trying to tell Miss Barber to say, you know, you will be the king of Egypt and I will be your footstool. It's not going that well. What I use a lot, um, and I use it at work too, is so let it be written, so let it be done. done. Do you do like the, the, you know, arm across? Yeah, you you just have to do the point. You have to do the so let it be written. So, so let, let it, be, it done. be done. I like to wear those like, uh, oh, the like big bracelet kind of things. things. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot of jewelry. There's a yeah, lot. The, uh, of, outfits are pretty great. Uh, the pleated yeah. skirt that Yul Brynner wears early yes. on, that kind of navy number. It's nice. Totally. Piece. No. And just the, the, you can obviously tell the backdrops that are painted are just beautiful. Okay. And literally, I mean, there are, there are scenes there where it is cast of thousands. Yeah. You know, just absolutely. And I was funny. I was kind of watching some of that and watching what the extras were doing and just imagining like the direction, you know, from Cecil B. DeMille at that time. Right. You know, and the number of animals that are in the scene where they, you know, they leave Egypt to the parting of the Red Sea. Uh, It's it's pretty great. Yeah. And still on and still on. I think I always thought it was the Saturday before Easter, but I guess it's a Saturday before Palm Sunday, or at least it was this year. But it's still ABC. That every, you know, once a year. Yeah, I like the commitment to the bit. Yeah. And it starts at the, you know, like six o'clock to like 10.55. Mm-hmm. 
And there are there's a part of me wants to watch it without commercials, but I think it actually needs the commercials. Yeah, like, to get a little a little respite, a little rest every every twelve use minutes. A few less commercials, possibly. But yeah, it definitely needs some because otherwise it'd be a little overwhelming. Exactly, and I always forget. Like I always think, like the Red Sea is like okay, part of the Red Sea. We're pretty much at the end. It's like no, there's a good chunk left after mm-hmm. that. Yeah, no, it's a good point. It, it just keeps going and going. Yeah, yeah, it's fantastic. It's a, it's a big book. Yeah, it's a it's a big book. It's a, it's a number of commandments. Yes. The special effects, like you know, at that time had to be groundbreaking. Yes, the burning you know, of the Red Sea thing was had to be mind-boggling. Yeah, absolutely, and just even the burning bush and the the right, you know, mm-hmm. the fireballs writing the sure. uh, the Ten Commandments. Also, the Angel of Death fog. I always thought yes was, freaked me out when I was a kid, but it, also that's a pretty cool effect. Pretty cool effect. The uh, the when he turns the river, you know, to yeah, blood. The blood. That's I was. Yeah, I was thinking yeah. the same thing. I was like, that's pretty cool. That's pretty. That's cool. pretty cool. And how. And then they time. Then it starts coming out, you know, from the fountain part of it. I mean, it does yeah. the Red Sea, and then the other yeah. aspect. And when the, the his staff uh, turns into the yes. to the snake, Aaron cast down my rod. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Charlton, it's Great. too bad Charlton Heston was just not to be such a yeah yeah. Rest and we'll let it go. We'll rest in peace. Yeah, and that is his son, actual son. Fraser Heston, I think, who's baby the baby Moses. Moses. Oh, nice. That's He's nice still, story. he may be the last living actor from that movie. Wow. Yeah. Okay. It's possible. I mean, there are probably some kids extras, but uh, sure. certainly, let's put it this way. The last credited yeah. actor, I'm going to guess he wow. might be the last one. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's really great. And also one of those, I put it in the uh, tradition of, you know, it's the start of spring. You know, as much as the days yeah, getting longer, things turning green, yeah. the start of baseball, yeah, sure, uh, Easter, Passover. You, but it's the Ten Commandments. Later on, it's the Kentucky Derby. Then you know, Indy Five Hundred, like those you know singular events um, that are all uh, you know. Well, at least we had the Ten Commandments this year. That's right. And things are turning green somewhat. Yeah. Outside, sure are. yeah, yeah, sure, are. Yeah, absolutely. But it's a nutty time, yeah, that we live in, yeah. Uh, yeah. all right, here's my my subject that they on me team new that I that I just I'm baffled by. <laughs> Why Let's narrow it down for me? No, oh no, no, no. Why is the post office, the U.S. post office? Why do we not we? But why is it considered a for profit company? Is that true? Well, in the sense that when, you know, this federal government comes out and says, well, they lost $8.8 billion last year, or they're on track to lose X number of billion of dollars. Why they're supposedly held to that and nobody else seems to be. Right. We don't look at Social Security and say, well, it lost... Right. you know, a hundred billion dollars or, or any other, the U S highway interstate highway system lost X. Good question. But the post office we view as, and that, that somehow it should be an entity that makes money. Um, I, I, it, it, I don't understand it. That is a puzzle. I mean, I get that they want to, it's an opportunity to, to get some revenue to offset the thing. Sure. 
and there is revenue to offset right. the thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. I wonder. It employs 600,000 people. Right. It is, and I still find it remarkable. It's a great can, value. It's unbelievable value that and for, I think it's 55 cents now for a letter, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. Although I will say this, if you're the son of Herb Sohn mm-hmm. and you find in his office the and the the uh, manila envelope filled with enough forever stamps that I will never, that could be no, why they're losing most good. of the money, is that I will never have to buy another stamp the rest of my mm-hmm. life, as far as I can tell. That's pretty good. Yes, yeah, assuming think, forever stamps stay forever, I'm right. solid. If you need a stamp, I, I got a sheet or two for okay. you. I'm a big stamp guy. I'm a big. I, yeah, I think the post office is remarkable. The fact that I can write something on a piece of cardboard, yeah, and for less than fifty cents in the in the year 2020, correct, right? Which is not. I mean, right? Two of those makes a dollar, but still, it's not that much money, right? And no, so I can put the thing in a box, and someone will carry that particular piece of cardboard anywhere in the country anywhere in the country someone's door whether it's next door whether it's new york city whether it's a small town arkansas whether it's like a remote spot in alaska yeah and it gets there relatively quickly oh yeah it sure does it's great i mean yeah it's not a great service necessarily if you live in uptown chicago right no of course there are issues for a post office but like you, you need help but like i think Right. It's a it's a very good, very reliable service on the whole. Ab- awesome. I totally, totally agree. And you know, by its mo- very nature, by the, the the its model, it can't make money because, yeah. in the sense that it's fifty five cents, it makes no, you know any any real company, Amazon, you know, or wherever, is going to charge you a different. You get a pizza if you live outside the yeah. zone; it costs more. That's right than inside but the, the post office doesn't it is still incredibly reliable yeah you know considering the amount of of mail that uh yeah um, we're going to take a pu- just for one second What's the happening needs to uh just up uh, she's being uh hijacked to uh, she needs a little walk i got my professional dog walker uh, okay. all set up good uh right. but it is and 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 i still find it i mean i don't know a person shows up at my mailbox every six days a week. Right. It's incredible. And it goes, the mail goes into, I walk over, there's my magazines, there's letter, there's stuff. <laughs> Things get sent from all over the country to me. I'll tell you what else is awesome is the, um, the flat, right? Flat rate priority mail envelopes. Yeah. You can put whatever, a bunch of papers and some stuff and photos, sure. and a few other things and like a decent amount of stuff in one of those envelopes. And basically for, Eight bucks. Yeah. I mean, a lot of places in the country, it'll get there the next day. Precisely right. It'll take two, maybe three. I mean, that's a good value, right? Think about that. If you're like, if you handed someone like a bag of stuff and you're like, listen, I want you to take this to Salt Lake City. Here's eight bucks. Right. Never, like, never happened. And I needed there in like two or three days. Still. Right. Pretty great. It's really great. And so this idea, look, from a political standpoint, because there's a lot of talk now about, you know, that because of the what's going on with the pandemic, that fewer people are mailing. So therefore, it's losing that much more money, you know, it's and that the rise of Amazon and the rise of US, or, uh, like UPS and so forth and yeah. that kind of mailing. But it's still 
lot of packages I still get, even on Amazon, come through the post office. Yeah, for sure. You know, no doubt. And and sure, and I will, I'll, I'll go on record as saying I absolutely think that there's a faction in our federal government that wants to put the kibosh on it that is motivated solely by voter suppression. That voting by mail. Oh, interesting. Will be, this, especially in this upcoming election, I'll sure. say it. I absolutely that that yeah. there's you can't talk me out of that that that's not a motivating factor. Yeah, that's at all. interesting. I hadn't thought that we're going to use the money loss to you know as sort of subterfuge yeah, curtail that that's of of the thing. But regardless, irregardless of that, or regardless of that, either one. I've heard it both ways. Sure, it's. I was waiting for that. Uh, <laughs> I alley. To go back sorry, to the last, sorry, it took me so long. Yeah, I almost missed. That's that right. Pippin Elliot like, on my way down from the rim, and you did the thing, and I was like, "Whoops!" Yep, I- yep, right back up. Thank you. Uh, uh, it's still I. I'm baffled by the the view of the post office for the most part. Is it perfect? By no means. Of course not. Could it be right. better? Sure. But it's still. I don't know. I'd say 99% of the time, my interaction going to the post office, getting what I need to get done, especially, you know, you can do a lot of stuff online. Yeah. I don't know. Works pretty it. solidly. I love it. I'm a big fan. Uh, yeah. That's right. I know you're you're a fan of mailing postcards. I'm a big fan of mailing yeah. birthday cards and other stuff and in the mail. mailing stuff. It's great. Yeah. There are things I like think. I'll find. It's like I could wait till that, see that person or just pop it in the mail. Yeah, I think it's because it's still nice to get a piece of mail. Well, I think it's even some ways nicer now because pe- people don't, right? There isn't that much personal, physical mail right. anymore. And there's not that much mail, period, right? Like, I mean, yes, some catalogs and some direct mail stuff, depending if you're on the list, but sure. A lot of that has moved to electronic stuff. So I think it's almost nicer now than exactly. it was to get a piece of personal. Exactly. Personal and now. Mail. To go on with you know my my obsession with magazines, yeah. it's uh, it that part's crushing that they're all uh, you know sport both Sports Illustrated and Entertainment Weekly, although still called Entertainment Weekly, are both uh-huh. monthlies now. Right. It's just I just I miss you know like usually the end of the week there'd be two or three magazines you know yeah. in the <clears throat> mailbox yeah. and not anymore. Yeah, I, that's a darn shame. Yeah, and I'm sure there's a cost thing to the printing and the mailing and stuff like that. But I wonder if of course would you know even if I wonder what the latest like I'm thinking about like so even if the stories were available to read online or on your phone, would it be nice to also just get them compiled in a physical magazine once a week or month? Like, I mean, I think so, and I think it's more likely that you'll read it. Yeah, and I think it's more, you know, I, th- I some of that I'm going to guess is an, an age or generational thing. Yeah. But I think it's much to have that. Certainly a letter you're going to remember yeah. more than an email. Yeah. Hands on. I mean, just sort of the, 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 the actual physics of it, the actual how we look at it, how we, right. you know, That's the tangibility holding about, it. Right. The sense, you know, the, the more, you know, there are senses, the fact you had to walk somewhere to get it. And it's a, you know, kind of a surprise. Yeah. Too. Absolutely. Um, that's all I had. Do you want to add and talk about any pandemic stuff before we get to the philosophical question? I don't know if I have a lot of, I don't, I don't know if I have a, I don't think anybody needs my statement on the, uh, on the pandemic. I mean, I just think it's, I, I, 
I, I don't really have anything to say about it per se, but I guess um, two things. One, it's right. It's heartbreaking to see in sort of a, there's people getting sick all the time in the world and dying, not just the last month or two. Right. Um, but obviously it's sort of, there's a heightened awareness and sort of a, um, a condensed in time and number, right. Uh, situation that's, you know, and you combine that with people who are having, um, you know, financial problems from losing a job or people who, you know, having trouble feeding their family or it's affecting their place to live and their situation, with their kids and schools. Like there's a lot of rough, rough stuff oh, yeah. going on yeah. Um, for a lot of people. Uh, and so that's one whole set of things about this. Um, the other thing is, I think if you sort of, I, setting that aside, right? And I think looking at it um, over time as a, um, like on, a, on the bigger scale, looking at it sort of mathematically, like as a sociological and psychological thing, like it's going to be very interesting. I mean, just the fact that so many people are affected by the same thing in the same time frame, in the right. same place is a very unusual thing. And I think that's, I guess I don't really have anything to say about it other than that, that I think that's going to be interesting. Oh, absolutely. It's at. if you, right. And as I said, if you can sort of, you know, pull yourself back and look at it objectively, endlessly fascinating yeah. from a soci sociological, psychological standpoint, I'm really looking, assuming we all survive, uh, which I'm very optimistic about. Um, that things will go back to the way they were mm -hmm. uh, at some point because I, I can't because otherwise it's just too depressing to not mm -hmm. feel that way. Uh, but also I'm, I'll be fascinated in two years, three years when, you know, the, the, the full tale is told and the timeline yeah. from beginning to end and what, you know, who knew what, when, and oh, how yeah, the sure. actual, like, you know, because right now it's just, it's it's so all over the place yeah that to get, and we're also in the grips, no matter what your situation is, it's still stressful. It's still, yeah. you know, uh, uh, just so, you know, I sort of give, tell people, it's like, well, however they feel, it's like, you get to take a mulligan on this one. There's no, like, pragmatism. There's no, well, you should feel X or Y. It's like, no, I don't know. Well, I think it's a revealing thing, right? Like, sure. I think it's like a lot of things you can think you know how you're going to feel and you can, you know, have your concept of yourself, but how you actually end up feeling and behaving might be sort of a surprise, right? It's not really, there's facets of it, I think that like sometimes you like are not in your control and that you just have to see, right. you know, you're just finding out how it's going to be. It's a little right. bit of the corollary to the, who's who's it attributed to? Is it Mike Tyson, right? That everybody has a plan until they get punched in the face? Is it Mike Tyson? I don't know. Maybe. Well, let's Maybe. go with Mike. Let's give him I'm the credit. With that. Yeah. I've, <laughs> and what's, I know there's a Bourdain quote, you know, the, Oh, something like the only thing I'm certain I'm uh, I am certain of nothing. Yeah. Um, but I think it's like that. It's that kind of thing. Like, I don't know. It's interesting to see, like some people probably would have said, Oh, I'd love to work remote all the time or blah, blah, blah. But do you really? Maybe. Right. Maybe you do. And maybe you don't. And maybe you 
what turns out to be the case might be different from um, what you would have guessed. And so I think that stuff is totally interesting, like on an individual level for people, but also there's a lot of um, sort of grand scale things that are going to be pretty interesting. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. You ready for the, uh, the philosophical question of the show? Yeah, I am. We have intro music for this, right? I'm playing it right now. Oh, awesome. Uh, you know what? Let's go big on this one. I've been holding this one for a while. Oh, okay. Does God exist? <clears throat> Great question. Yeah. Um, what's your take? No. So, <laughs> good night, everybody. Okay. I, I'm not a believer in a higher power. I'm not a believer in God. I just, I mean, there, what's the, there's that, this is worth studying, you know, being majored in philosophy comes in handy. What's the, uh, I forget which philosopher it is that, uh, you know, the diagram of why he believes in God, even though he really doesn't, is because, well, you know, if God doesn't exist, it doesn't matter. But if God does exist, I want to be, you know, kind of on his good side. Sure. Um, which, and, and I, I'm certainly much more of a, uh, um, wait, I can't even think of it. Not atheist, but the other agnostic, the agnostic, which is, I believe I'm not mistaken is like, I don't believe in God, but I do recognize that he may exist, that it could be wrong as opposed right. to atheists where I absolutely don't. Right. Right. Um, so in that sense, but I, I, it, there's just, there's just too much in the world that I have seen over these last, you know, number of years. That number being what, 56? We'll go 58. Okay. Thank you very much, though. Yes. That just can't, it just doesn't, that, that path gets further and further away from the path to, is, to believing in a higher power or that God exists for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And everything is just too much of it, I find, to be, you know, Monday morning quarterbacking or 2020 sure. hindsight or some other. Yeah, you know. drawing, a, drawing a line yeah. to things after you've already seen the points. And, Correct. Yeah. Correct. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I could be wrong, but I don't think I am. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so I'm going with, with, with I I no. I might change my uh, my epitaph from "you never know" to "I could be wrong." <laughs> right, and it, it, it's totally true. Like I'm, um, like I said, that I'm certain of nothing. Uh, it, it, but there is that, uh, uh, you know, part of me that, as always, and I think some of that's actually getting older. I was certainly much more militant in in my twenties, let's say, about no, I'm right, and this sure, is. Uh, um, uh, the way to go and so forth. Then, whereas yeah, now it's yes. like, eh, I could be wrong. I think most reasonable people progress in the direction of uncertainty as their lives go on, right? About a lot of things. Really? They should, yeah. If you're that, oh, those are two different things. Well, that's what I'm saying. If you're reasonable, I'm saying reasonable people. Okay. Saying most oh, people okay. are reasonable. I'm saying most reasonable people. Yes. Which are a subset of all people. Which also may be, you know, uh, certainly an oxymoron as well. Yes, that's right, exactly. <laughs> oh, no doubt. Yeah, yeah. If we Venn diagram that out. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I think, right, I mean, right, you just see more stuff and you have more evidence. I don't know. I think that I can see becoming more certain of some things, but 
less certain of others and, and one of the others probably being oneself and one own, one's own i don't know and i i definitely i definitely see why as also you get older you may would believe in god as well, well I also more think it so there's how you define that right like um I think it's our buddy R. Waldo Emerson who said, I believe in God, only I spell it nature. Right? I, oh, mean, I there think you there's go. like, it depends. Like if you're talking about your, your Yahweh, like do you believe in like the highly involved Old Testament God who's like watching what everybody's doing and getting pissed right. at certain individuals and giving you specific commands? Like that's one version of right? There's sure. infinite number of versions of it. It's just like when people say they subscribe to a religion right like right they're quote-unquote christian or they're quote-unquote jewish or they're quote-unquote muslim like that they're their own version of the, like that everyone has their own version of that in their head there is no standardized version of what that means so i think some you could like some <laughs> people could feel that there's a um right that there is that kind of yahweh that kind of like highly involved uh proactive um, supreme being and then other people might right. be like yeah i don't know there was it's probably some kind of organizing principle but it's not like watching us day to day or listening to me as an individual or whatever there is some kind of maybe power that either set things up or or you know sure vaguely keeps things right I mean, like i don't know who knows what um, well and there are people there are lots of people who say they do right i, I mean yeah. that's i am always interested like especially about something like that which is kind of like not really knowable right like just like it's uh maybe i well again i mean that's speaking, technically speaking they feel like it is knowable but i mean like right. things like knowing what happens after you die right like you, that is factually like you that's not knowable because you're not you haven't been dead and so you actually don't know although some people would claim that they have been and they do but sure for the most part, you can reasonably say like, if you're alive right now, you're not dead. And so you don't actually know what it's like. Right. But I think when you look at that stuff, um, you know, it's always, I'm always interested when, when people are super certain about things that one can't be certain about. I'm like, what are you, do you believe your own, do you believe yourself right now? Or are you, you know, like, do you know you're putting me on or do you actually, do you actually believe this? Like, I wonder about that stuff. Like, so people are like, I can tell you for sure what happens after you die. I'm like, how, right. how can you tell me for sure? How can you be so sure? Right. And are you, I know you're presenting as really sure, but are you really sure? Are you like, are you going home and you like, you take off your coat and you kick off your shoes at home? And you're like, boy, I really sold someone today on that. <laughs> like, you know, I don't. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Right. Yeah. There I you go. Know. And that may be a good place to stop. Oh, it can be. It might be. It might be. One thing, though. What? Uh, okay, so we're both in our offices. Yeah. And our home offices, I should say. We're not in offices. Yeah. And I'm looking like, obviously, there's stuff behind you. Yeah. Uh, point out one thing of, of note that's in the, your bookshelf over there that we can see here on the camera. Oh, but no one's going to see this. I know, but that I can see this on the camera. By we, I mean me. Like of note, like something that you would something enjoy? something unusual that point out something you know that's behind you. Um, I have. I don't know if you can. Well, you can see. So I've, I have the photo you gave me of um, 
James Kahn holding up the CD of the theme from Hot Dogs. That's that's what I thought that was. There you go. That's a good Back one. There. Um, I do have here. I can turn. Actually, I have. Can we see? Am I there? Yeah. What do we got? Wait. Jenny did McCarthy I pass it? And a clock and. Yeah, that my Taylor Swift calendar. If I keep okay. going. Wait. No. Wait. Which way am I going here? Oh, that way. See right down there in the corner is the actual oh, James Conn autographed that's, that's uh, the one that he's holding cover. Up in my photo. Yeah. Okay. I got that. But the other thing I was going to point out behind me, right, if I can point out right there, yeah, is a vintage, I'm going to say 1970 Los Angeles Thunderbirds roller derby jamming helmet. Wow. From Bakersfield, California. Huh. 1970, my dad goes on a business trip to California, L.A. Do you want anything? I was like, yeah, here in Bakersfield, can you stop by and get me an L.A. T-Birds jamming helmet? How did you Having, know about this? Like, how could you I knew it was in Southern California. Oh, I watched Roller Derby every Sunday night. Really? And they were always from the Bakersfield Auditorium, or possibly Bakersfield Civic Center. I'm not sure. And uh, uh, I, know, I, I knew it was in Southern California because they're the L.A. T-Birds. So I figured, well, wow. it's L.A. I had no clue what the geography was, where it was in relation to, and just threw it out there and, uh, yeah, came back with it. That's amazing. It's amazing. Especially it's for still, that era. Like, I mean, yeah. you didn't know about that and to he find took out a where drive. to one, right? Because like you could order it on the web or whatever. Not back then. And I assume it's not like they had an L.A. T-Bird store on Rodeo Drive sure. or by, you know, wherever he was in L.A. And I have Thank no idea. Thank you for idea. calling it Rodeo Drive. Oh, my way. pleasure. Uh, but, yeah, I'm assuming he went to Bakersfield Auditorium and got it. I don't know. Okay. I just, uh, that's, I'm going to stick with that story. That's what I always thought. The other, uh, the other, I'll point out one other tidbit. Sure. I've got the, a copy of the Warren, Warreners uh, English Grammar and Composition little, that kind of smaller format textbook that you had in oh, nice. know, junior yeah. high or whatever. Sure. Else, maybe high school. Sure. I think uh, I got, hold on, let me see behind. That one's pretty good. It's, I like, I mean, it's a different thing than words into type, which is my favorite style manual but uh the warner's a, thing is more general like it's less about sure. like it, it's more about general i think writing in english language usage than, than words i believe right up uh right above my head there and right above this right there a couple two different the kate tarabian books on style the elements of style the strunk and white uh and let's go the Hodges Harbrace College Handbook yeah. as well. You know what I'm not into? I haven't cracked them open in 35 years, but they're there because yeah. it makes me look smart. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm just going to go on record as saying I'm not into University of Chicago, the Chicago manual style. Not into it. I don't think I ever, I'm trying to think, I don't think I ever used it. I think it was always the Kate Arabian. Yeah, it's great. Uh, you can email us at nickanddugs at gmail.com. Kevin, I know you already have it in your address book. Thank you. <laughs> That's right. And follow us on the Twitter and the Instagram at nickanddugs. Twitter, mm. we're still at 19 followers. Instagram, we're up to 54. Really? We had, we had 53 at the last show, but yeah. That's a lot. We gained one. We didn't lose anybody. That's a plus. Uh, do you have all any... those people? 
I don't don't ask those questions. Uh, do you have anything to plug? Anything oh, going no, on? Anything absolutely. you want to? Sure. No. No, nothing. Um, uh, think Jerky. Buy some Think Jerky. It's good and good for you. Thinkjerky.com. Hmm. Yeah, every bag has my picture on it. If that's okay. not a selling point, I hmm. truly don't know what is. Uh, remember, kids, don't litter. Be kind to those less fortunate than you. And as always, keep up the good work. Oh, and wash your hands, practice social distancing, and pick up after your dog. Oh, one other thing. The speed limits on the streets and highways are still in effect. Until next time. Goodbye. Nice. away from the studio for that long it's like you walk right in magic it's still magic it's still like you recorded sergeant peppers you took a couple years off you walk in abbey road no problem